What up? This is Yinka Diz. Peace, this is Outlaw. And you listen to the 80 Babies Podcast. And today we're back with another quick bonus episode. This time we're going to break down the beef between Pusha T and Drake. I'm sure everybody has heard the freestyle, quote unquote, freestyle battles going it, back and forth. Is there even anything to break down? I think there is. And okay. a lot of people have been asking our opinions more so than I'm comfortable with just because mm. I didn't even want to listen to either one of these either one of the verses i didn't want to listen to why would you not want to listen to it just because i'll get into why in a second but we were kind of waiting to see what would happen and it looks like the dust has settled so (laughs) at least for now for now for now for now yeah so uh, go ahead what are your initial thoughts um initial thoughts um i think that i think that this battle battle i'm i'm doing air quotes in some ways it's like a 2018 version of jay and nas okay um i think that um the original disc that pusha had um on the last track on his album infrared um yeah was like your takeover like it was a record where you know it was just a dope record like i think i can go back and listen to infrared in 10 years and enjoy it interesting Um, okay i think that Drake's response was almost kind of like an ether in that like it, it, it satiated us and it gave us a response. Um, the, it gave the Drake fans enough to say, oh, yeah, yo, he really got him. Right. I, I saw people on the Internet saying uh, Pusha T's career is over wow. when, when, when this, this dumpy freestyle came out. Right. Um, so, I mean, it was it was good enough. Um, he, it had some good jabs on it. I thought the production was dope. The flow was cool. Pusha comes back with something that's very personal, but in my opinion, is not as good of a record, like a Super Ugly. Um, Thank you. You know, so so <laughs> Jay can, comes out with Super Ugly, super personal, says a lot of really you know wild stuff about dude's baby mom, all kind of crazy stuff. It was it, it was very personal, and people were like, "Oh my god!" And they got really wrapped up in all the drama of it. Right. But nobody goes back and listens to Super Ugly. No. So no. in two years, one year, six months, I don't think we're gonna go back to Pusha's record and be like, "Oh wow, can you believe this?" It just gave us the drama that we wanted in an era where we love drama. Right. But what were your thoughts? My thoughts are. Initially, I was going to disagree to say it didn't remind me of that, but the way you broke it down, I see yeah. where you're coming from. Obviously, the difference between those two is that Pusha T is nowhere near on the level of Nas when that beef between Nas and Jay Z happened. Right. You know, in my opinion, it's not even. I mean, yeah, it's not you're even. You're talking level of popularity, or yeah, still? yeah. And okay. I remember thinking about um, the Dame Dash interview on Breakfast Club okay. when he had Murder Mook <laughs> on there, and Dame is hilarious, by the way. But he was right. He said that. <laughs> Drake has no reason to battle you. You have nothing to lose. He does. You need to get to the point where in your career, there are stakes involved, Mm -hmm. right? And in my opinion, you know, this Pusha T, like, he doesn't have as much stakes involved as, you know, Nas did Mm -hmm. for certain. Um, So from that point, I I don't think the comparison is fair. But actually, actually, I'll challenge you on that. And the reason I'll challenge you on that is because if you remember... One of the reasons why Jay took the jab at the time anyway was because Nas was quiet. Nas hadn't put out anything in a long time. He was quiet. Um, and Jay poked a bear with, with Nas. Um, and he he just gave him a bar in, in TakeOver. He just mentioned him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's kind of what started the whole beef. So at, at I'm, I'm saying like with that, 
though Pusha isn't on, you know, Nas's level or, you know, whatever, um, it was a situation where, like, you know, you're just kind of poking the bear. Sure. Like, I mean, I, that's fair. Uh, Pusha T's never put out a classic album, though. Nas has at least one Whoa. to his name, even at this point. You're talking clips, clips, clips music included? When I say nothing that Pusha T or Clips has done is anywhere anywhere close to what Nas did with Illmatic. Not, nothing. It's not even yeah, close. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I, I would say that, that the Clips have at least one cult classic. But Yeah, but anyway. no one was ever calling Pusha the greatest in the game. Nas had that title for at least a little that's bit. That's true. Right? That's true. So that being said, though, I am glad that you said what you said about the story of Adidon mm. because I get all the personal jabs. But lyrically to me, it does not impress me at all. And I have people saying that, oh, Drake can't recover from this. And it's it's weird, right? Because on one hand, I do think that your battles should be personal, right? You should mm-hmm. get at them. But the lyrics need to be strong, too. Agreed. And at the same time, just because I do want the jabs to be personal, that doesn't mm-hmm. mean every single personal jab is going to hit the same, right? Yeah. If you're talking shit about his parents... Mm-hmm. Drake has no control over that. So those don't affect me that right, way. Right. And you're talking shit about his friend who has MS. I personally think that that's actually crossing the line. Yeah. Um, that's the only thing I think he said that was crossing li- the line. The I things agree. about Sophie, I actually knew all that shit last year. Uh-uh. None of that shit surprised me. And for the record... Who, who knew that my man Outlaw was trolling the gossip blogs? <laughs> the I had is, no idea, dog. This the, is my first time hearing The this. thing is, uh, <laughs> she's also not a porn star. At least yeah. I don't think she is. That's I, hilarious. I've heard some other people say that. There was one guy that had a hilarious meme where he said... Um, people need to stop calling this woman a porn star. I've been on Pornhub for the last 72 <laughs> hours and I couldn't find a single thing, so she's not a star. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, look, I'm no expert, but I don't think that Playboy models are porn stars. Definitely not. And if you're on video or on camera taking off your clothes, that doesn't make you a porn star. Right, I think what right, makes right. you a porn star is actually getting paid to have sex on camera and the only person i know who's done that in this relationship in this circle is kim kardashian so if anyone's a porn star (laughs) yikes yikes so i'm just saying that like those jabs don't do anything to like they don't Mm. impress me okay you know so the only bar that actually not the only one but the main one that really really impressed me actually came from drake okay Uh, and i'm not going to go through it because i don't know it off the top of my head but when he says it like Oh, your brother said it was your cousin, then mm. him, then you. Mm. So you're not rapping about what you did, only what you knew. Mm. He's like, uh, there's no malice in your heart. You're an approachable dude. Like mm-hmm. that, that to me, I was like, yo, like he got him right there. Yeah. And that to me is a real jab lyrically mm-hmm. in terms of a battle. So I didn't hear any of that on Pusha T side. The only yeah. thing I heard from Pusha T side, Pusha T side, mm-hmm. was gossip. So. Mm-hmm. If you're going to spit a battle verse, you got to come hard lyrically. If not, you might as well just expose all this in the gossip rag Uh and call it a day. Yeah, I think I think what I'll say is um, and I've talked about this many times. I think people are eventually just going to say Yink is just just like this hip hop curmudgeon. But it is what it is. Right. Like we're at a point where like the inmates are running the show. Like, (laughs) like, you know, the people that are that are telling us what's good battle hip hop and not good battle hip hop don't listen to battle hip hop. So it's like, you know, people are telling us like, oh, Drake's career is over. But those people don't they don't listen to what we listen to. So like. It, it, to them they're not listening for lyrics they're listening for oh he has more you know nuggets of of 
gems of gossip yeah. that I can attach myself to. And so his career is over versus his career. But people attacked me when I said that Duppy Freestyle was a better record than the story of Adidas. It is. Um, you know, I, I, it is. <laughs> it's it it's is. just, it's a better beat. It's better rapping. It's new. Um, but, you know, at the same time, I think Pusha T is a better battle rapper than Drake is. Um, or he should be, right? Should be. Um, and, and so I think this is a matter of people who are commenting on this in a way that they think they should comment on it as opposed to commenting on it in an unbiased way where they're right. actually assessing lyrics. They're going, this guy's a better a better battle rapper because he, you know, that's his lane. He's a lyrical rapper. And he has more gossip in his shit. So therefore, this is better. Right. Um, I think that if you took out the actual lyrics and you just put in like, and you broke down these verses as bullet points, right? right? The winner in this is Pusha T. Mm -hmm. But when you actually assemble those bullet points into lyrics, to yeah. my opinion, the lyric, yeah. the, the winner is Drake. You, you know, though, what I will say is um, Pusha T definitely took notes on the Meek Drake thing. And you Probably can tell. And, yeah. um, and now like this whole deal where basically Drake has become an internet meme. Yeah. Um. You know, I was watching something with Charlemagne Tha God, which I do not like Charlemagne Tha God at all. But somebody somebody shared it with me, and they said, "Yo, he made some really good points." He has this uh, podcast or something called Brilliant Idiots, and so they had shared it with me. And one of the things that he said was, he was like, "You know, Drake is invincible. The only thing that you can do to try to attack him is to come at his female fan base." Yeah. It was like if you can cut his female fan base away from him then he's no longer invincible. And yeah. that's essentially what we've done here, right? Um, the other thing he said that I thought was crazy was he said, he said, when Drake put out two singles, Nice For What, which was a, a song about, uh, you know, women empowerment, mm -hmm. and then a record where he gave a million dollars away in a music video, right. he said, somebody must have naked pictures on him or something. He was like, because... Um, suddenly like he's like cares about the community and like he's really trying to uplift people he's like there must be something he must have a sex tape I think or it's something marketing. I think it's and marketing. um well but nah but if you now look at everything in sequence he had planned this adidas rollout to show people that he had a child yeah and they were keeping that under wraps uh, gotcha. so like literally it's like you know do do shit for poor people give, give a record out there for the ladies boom, I have a kid and I'm trying to show you how I love my family and I love my kid. Like, I mean, cause you, let, let's, let's not pretend like Drake isn't like the ultimate, you know, marketing mm -hmm. planned, you yeah. know, individual. I think, I think there's some credence to what, what, you know, Charlemagne and the Marseille. I it's think possible. that those things were all, it's not a coincidence that those things aligned in that way. Yeah. Um, and so the last thing that he said, the last point that I'll make that he said, which I thought was really key was he said, Pusha T destroyed an entire Adidas rollout, <laughs> which is true because <laughs> yeah, he, I gotta said, give him props for that. he said a lot of people don't know what Adidon is right. because Adidon hasn't come out yet. Yeah. So basically people now associate Adidon with yes. the blackface character uh, yeah, on, you're the, right. on Pusha the artwork. T gets props for that. So therefore Adidas can't even roll out a <laughs> shoe or a line called uh, Adidon because people are going to be like, oh, that's that Coon brand. You know, I... Hearing you say that, I got to yeah. get some more props to, to push it to because you're absolutely yeah, right. That's you're crazy. absolutely right. I mean, like, the, so but that doesn't have anything to do with the lyrics. But not at yes, all. Not at all. Right, yeah, but 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 you know, 
I, I said the same thing when we did the Meek Drake thing, right? Yeah. Like back to back in those records are not excellent records. Mm-hmm. The, they to me they don't they don't they're not in the pantheons of the the bitchin' use and the the no Vaseline's right. and the, the ethers and all those records, right? Takeover. Um they were mentioned because they gave us memes and yeah. they gave us the you know this culture of us loving to gossip and loving to, you know, talk about these public figures. They gave us, you know, fuel for all that. So I think Pusher kind of took notes. And now he's doing his own back-to-back and his own, et cetera. The only thing I'll say about Pusha is I hope he really has more on deck because I don't think that this is the end. Well, about that, mm-hmm. I am a little disappointed in Drake. I thought he was going to release on Friday. Drake mm-hmm. always releases on Friday. Right. And instead, he released something actually on Wednesday with the rollout, which would have been his normal rollout. I think right. the record's called I'm Upset. Mm-hmm. I've actually heard it. Oh, my God. It's so bad. Either way, right. uh I thought he was going to have something for Pusha on Friday. That's yeah. usually, you know, Drake likes to own the Friday after work before you go out to the club. Like, that's his time. No, that's Drake when he is, releases Drake everything. Drake is scared to death. You think so? Yes. Uh, I think that, first of all, him releasing the statement shows... Like he released the statement? Oh, you didn't see it? No. You have to tell me what was the he statement. Re- he essentially released a statement that said, you know... Um, yeah, the whole blackface thing, um, even though it, it starts out with, I know you guys are all enjoying the circus. Oh, I did but, see that. You I know, did see that. Yeah, and he basically proceeds to throw his former best friend, which I don't know why he had to put that the, it was the former best friend, um, this Sudanese guy under the bus saying, well, he did it too. And we both thought that we were going to, I don't know, do some sort of thing to show how difficult it is for actors of color. Pusha T responds with, when have you ever done anything to um, talk about issues and, of color? Of course, race, which, and the response to that was, yeah. when has Pusha T ever done it? But see, Pusha T has actually, in recent years, uh, become a pretty big advocate for the uh, like criminal justice reform. Has he? Okay. Um, and uh, But I mean, I will agree that he's in a glass house and that like it's like, okay you make music about selling drugs. Like, you know, you can't really stand on a moral high horse. But at the same time, I think there's definitely a point there. Drake has the biggest platform in the entire world and he's never tried to use it to to align to any social justice issues. And that's just interesting, especially for somebody who's now going to come out and say when they had a much smaller platform that they were trying to show us how difficult it is for black people to get roles. Okay, well. Good points. I'll tell you what, if comes out that drake is a really problematic individual and the mm. dragon community drags him <laughs> yeah, i will be tuned it. in i will be it. tuned in because here's the thing i like drake yeah. but at the same time like i don't like him enough that i don't if he's getting dragged i'm gonna sit back and watch him with some popcorn you know what i mean and i yeah. in my camera and just have yeah. this shit on film like i ain't gonna lie like i will stoop to that level just because i want to see this I, I i do though I, I want i want us to get more records yeah and so at the end of the day like my people ask what my thoughts on story of adidon was you know i didn't think it was a great record so thought there there was some really great jabs there for the meme era um but however i like that it sustained the beef because mm-hmm. i want i want more records i want i want I, I i feel like we've never gotten drake pushed to the point where um he's making records that are forwardly dissing somebody yeah. and, you know, consistently. Right. So if we get to a point where, like, you know, Drake's always been the guy that, like, he he has a little bar here and there and you're like, oh, is he talking about this guy? Is he talking about that guy? You know what I mean? But, like, to have Drake front and center battling it out with somebody, I, I, I enjoy that. I got you. So. 
I think that pretty much sums it up. So yeah, people wanted to know our thoughts. These are our thoughts. These are our thoughts. Definitely tune in. Um, one of the things that we had kind of discussed doing is discussing this battle in the context of 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 all all the battles. Right. Um, we have some ideas for possibly trying to bring a guest on for for that. Um, I think we're gonna wait maybe until one or two more rounds of this. Hopefully, if it happens, uh, if, if if at all, and then we'll try to contextualize this battle in the pantheon of battles in in the history. Sounds so, good. Tune in. Peace. Peace.